Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the show about Titanic. Today is a very special episode because I'm at home. I'm not at my normal place where I record my podcasts. And we have a very, very special guest today. She was on the same team as Dr. Robert Ballard when they discovered the RMS Titanic back in 1985. This is going to be an absolute amazing interview. So please stay until the end. Now, without further ado, Miss Catherine Offinger, who would like to go as Kathy. Hello, Kathy, and welcome to the show. Thank you, Edward. It is such a treat for me to be here today. So, can you tell me and the listeners a little bit about yourself and how you ended up to be working with Dr. Robert Ballard? So, hello, my name's Kathy Offinger. I actually just recently retired from Woods Hole Oceanographic Institution in Woods Hole, Massachusetts. But I had one heck of an exciting career, which started in 1975. I was out of college for about two years at that time, and I was working for another scientist at the Woods Hole Oceanographic Institution. And that scientist was taking a leave of absence. He was actually leaving Woods Hole and moving to British Columbia up in Western Canada. And so I was about to be without a job. And one morning, one of the senior scientists came to me and said, Catherine, what are you going to do now? And I said, oh, I don't, I don't know. I, you know, something will happen. And he goes, well, come down the hall. I want you to meet my graduate student who is about to finish up and he's going to need an assistant. So I walked down the hall and I met Dr. Ballard. He wasn't quite Dr. Ballard yet. He hadn't quite finished his PhD. I was introduced. He agreed he needed an assistant. I agreed I needed a boss. And that's how I started working with him in the fall of 1975. So what was your role on the Dr. Ballard team that discovered the RMS Titanic back in 1985? My role on the Discovery Cruise in 1985 I was one of the navigators. We were using underwater uh, robots, and at the time, we were towing the vehicles. They were on cables attached to the ship, and the ship we were on was called the Noor, and the vehicle that we were using, uh, we used a, a camera sled, basically, that was called Angus, And its nickname was Dope on a Rope because it had no interaction with the controls on the surface. It simply was a big frame carrying cameras and lighting. So as a navigator, I was one of the people who would actually control the motion of the nor of the ship on the surface. So Angus... We could control the movement of the cable, and then Angus 
would move where we wanted it to go. So what was your reaction when you saw the boiler from the Titanic? When we saw the boiler, all of us, every single person on that ship was just astounded because we had been out there for close to a month looking at very boring seafloor. It was like being in a desert. It was very flat, not many features, an occasional rock. And then all of a sudden, this big formation that was clearly man-made showed up. And we had a, a number of historical resources with us, charts, photos, books. And somebody opened up to the page that showed the boilers in the engine room of Titanic, and they had a very distinctive bolt pattern. And they held it up to our monitors, and that is exactly what we were looking at on the seafloor. And there was no question that that's what we were looking at, was the boiler from the Titanic. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, I think you were looking at the front, like the sediment, and then it was a little bit covered in sediment. The first images we saw actually were the stern section. We only saw bits and pieces. And then our vehicle kept moving, and then all of a sudden we came up on a big face, which, correct, was the bow, the, the forward section. It wasn't actually the bow, but it was the forward section. And that's when we realized we need to pull our equipment up and out of here because we need to really orient ourselves. We don't know what's down there. We don't want to get tangled up and get anchored to Titanic. So those first images, we knew we discovered it. We brought the vehicle back up to the surface and then um, created a game plan of what we were going to do to document. So I saw a photo of Dr. Ballard having a video cam. He was like, let's see what's going on here. Let's video this. This is history. We knew it would be history if we found it. Yes. What was the most surprising thing you saw on your trip to find the Titanic? Well, obviously the most surprising thing was that we actually found it. But one of the images that I really loved seeing was, um, so back in those days, bottles of wine and champagne were packed in wooden crates. Which obviously deteriorated because of microbacteria. Correct. So the wood was not there, but there were the bottles standing perfectly upright as if they were in their case. The glass was fine, but all the wood yeah. eaten up. And then in James Cameron's movie Titanic in 1997, it showed all the plates falling, but most of the plates were perfectly, I mean, perfectly preserved in the sediment. So probably the same thing. They may have been extras that were sitting in a shipping carton and they just landed and then the carton got eaten up, but the plates survived. It's probably, I'm guessing it was right in the middle where the expansion joint went, so it was like, boof, and they got hurled all over. Right, the ones that got scattered, exactly. And then they're like, we're sitting here, and then the box is like, oh no, I'm being eaten. Right. 
Right. And then the plates were like, well, guess what? They don't like us. Ooh, we're cool. Ooh, we're cool. We're gonna survive. And you aren't, so <laughs> bye bye boxy. <laughs> okay. I read that there were plans to cut into the shipwreck and take the wireless room switchboard. Do you approve of this or of any salvaging anything from the wreck or should it be allowed to rest in peace and deteriorate further? So our position always had been the only thing we would take were photographs. We are not salvagers. I work with scientists and you can't learn anything if you remove something from its original environment. Um, we also believed firmly that this was a final resting place to so many people, and we did not want to desecrate that area. So, no, we never, you know, my group of uh, researchers from Woods Hole, we never believed in salvaging anything. Um, there was one group who wanted to bring the Titanic back up. They cut into it. They had all these big airlift bags. They were bringing it up, and then the cables broke. And the piece that they were trying to salvage fell right back down and in a different location because it didn't go straight down. It went kiting through the water. It was around 10 miles from its original location. Exactly. So have you found any other shipwrecks besides the Titanic? I have been so fortunate in my career to work with Dr. Ballard. We found the German warship, the Bismarck, in 1990. And that was in the North Atlantic as well. So is the Bismarck still where it's supposed to be resting? Yep, yep. I want to say it may be even deeper than Titanic. Oof. And then another another one that you may be familiar with that we found was PT-109. Are you familiar with that boat? No. Could you explain more? That's um, a World War II vessel. It was located down in the Solomon Islands, lost during the Battle of Guadalcanal. But what makes it famous is that President Kennedy, he wasn't the president, obviously, he was a young Navy lieutenant, was the commanding officer of that boat. Oh, I remember that one. So he was the one who pulled everyone to shore, like five miles? Yes. It's an amazing story. Yeah. Do you plan to go to the Titanic again after COVID-19 has passed? Um, I personally will not be going back, um, and I don't know that anybody, I don't think Dr. Ballard is, He's he discovered it, he has, you know, learned what he needs to learn about it, I, I don't know, I don't, I doubt seriously he'd be going back. Okay, thank you Kathy for being on the show about Titanic for today's episode. Edward, thank you so much for inviting me to join you on your show today. This has been really fun. And thank you, listeners, for listening to this edition of the show about Titanic. But remember to subscribe to podcasts wherever, I mean, wherever you listen to them.